Welcome to the Hope of Thingo podcast. I'm Melissa Atkins, the Training and Development Coordinator, and with me is my co-host, Brooke Warrington, the Training and Development Specialist for the Native Learning Center. Today on the show, we are excited to have Katherine Houlihan, Manager of Single Family Affordable Lending Strategy and Initiatives in Freddie Mac's Mission and Community Engagement Division. <laughs> Before we get started, Kat, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Hi, thank you, Brooke and Awista, uh, for inviting me to join you on this podcast and share a bit of about Freddie Mac's Heritage One mortgage product made specifically for Native Americans. Uh, my name is Katherine Houlihan, and most people call me Kat. I am a manager of Freddie Mac's single family specialized loan products, and I support our rural markets, which include Indian country. I joined the Freddie Mac team last year after about 15 years in the public and nonprofit sectors. And one of the things I love about my role at Freddie Mac is that I am at the intersection of both the, the public and private sectors connecting with nonprofits and, and financial institutions nationwide uh, while working for a Fortune 50 company that's that's very mission-driven. So, so working for Freddie Mac is multifaceted and, and multi-layered, which definitely keeps me on my toes uh, from day to day. So thanks again for, for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kat, and congratulations on the new role. That's amazing. <laughs> um, can we ask a little more about what does the Freddie Mac company do and what need they fill? That's yes, of course. I mean, it's it's a great question, and it's actually a question I get a lot. Um, and because I'm so new to the Freddie Mac company uh, and and just the secondary mortgage market, uh, when I explain it to people, uh, I I at times, to be honest, I sometimes stumble, and I'm like, wait a second, let me let me break it down into like these basic basic points. Um, so uh, what Freddie Mac does. Um, is is a bit complex, uh, but it's also pretty straightforward uh, when when we break it down into those small parts that make the whole of the secondary mortgage market. Um, and simply put, Freddie Mac operates in what is known as, as I mentioned, the secondary mortgage market, which basically means that we don't lend money directly to uh, people who want to buy or refinance homes. That's usually the first thing we mention because People, when they think mortgage, they think, come, come to Freddie Mac and you can meet somebody and get a loan. That's not quite what we do. Uh, those borrowers who want to purchase or refinance a home go to lenders from across the country. And the lenders that are approved to do business with Freddie Mac sell the mortgage loans that they give to the borrowers to us. So we then pool the loans and then sell them into um, the secondary mortgage market and pool them into securities uh, and sell them to investors worldwide. The way that I see it, I had like this light bulb moment when when I joined the team and it took me a few weeks. I was like, oh, this all makes sense now as far as the cycle. It goes from borrower uh, to lender to Freddie Mac and then to investors and then it regenerates. So it's a it's a pretty cool cycle in the finance world. And um, and that's hopefully uh, answers your question and gives you a little bit of a framework of what Freddie Mac does and where where we're placed within the mortgage industry. It absolutely does. Can you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit, uh, how did the Heritage One program come to be and what were the main stages in its developments and how long did this evolution take? So uh, we started the journey back in 2018 uh, when we launched our duty to serve program. And in that first plan cycle, uh, which ran through 2021, 
Uh, we initially focused on outreach to better understand the native market's needs and, and the opportunities in the native market, and, and specifically on helping people prepare to become homeowners. Uh, since then, we've been on the ground in Indian country, uh, deepening our understanding of the market, building and strengthening relationships with community organizations and lenders, and working hard to ensure that any mortgage product we create for use in Indian country would work for Native Americans and those borrowers who are Native American. And, and early on, we, uh, we discovered that there's not a whole lot of large lenders in this segment. So we connected with and surveyed lenders that are in this segment to determine what's working, what's lacking, and where Freddie Mac might step in to provide a conventional mortgage offering that's accessible, that was really, really important to us and beneficial uh, to Native American borrowers. And from our years of market research and outreach, we learned so much uh, that helped us craft our Heritage One mortgage offering. Uh, some of the things we learned included, one of the biggest things we actually learned really early on was that mandating tribes to have what is called a memorandum of understanding uh, with Freddie Mac or with any any lender is super cumbersome and very time consuming. And so we worked to make sure in that development stage that all federally recognized tribes that are on the approved HUD 184 list are automatically eligible. So that covers about 200, 200 plus tribes, which is which is great. And it's a great flexibility that Heritage One offers. Another thing we learned is that appraisals in Indian country are often more expensive than in other markets. So we made sure to include an, an appraisal credit so borrowers using Heritage One can uh, lower the cost of that, that mortgage loan. That was really, really important to our tribal councils who we spoke to and the leaders in, in Indian country who serve uh, tribal communities. Oh, and another appraisal issue that arose during conversations with tribes and lenders serving tribal communities was the lack of comparable sales in Indian country. And I know I'm kind of getting very specific, but it was just all of these moments of, of realizations that, that we noticed Indian country and tribal communities, reser reservation lands, there, there are these nuances that exist uh, that we wanted to address and make sure that we were offering flexibility so lenders can navigate the market. Um, so all in all, we learned so much from tribal organizations that provided us feedback throughout the years, uh, but, but I'll stop there for now. <laughs> Would you mind elaborating on some of the tribal organizations with whom you worked while you guys were developing the product and what that process was like? As we considered entering the native market, Freddie Mac worked closely with stakeholders across the ecosystem to make sure that we were, that we were thoughtful and strategic. We knew coming in that it would take time, care, and, and collaboration. We wanted to do it right, and we knew that coming in. So early on, Freddie Mac recognized that more needs to be done to promote safe and affordable housing and home ownership in tribal areas. So as I mentioned a, a little, like a few minutes before, uh, we made that a focus of our duty to serve plan that Freddie Mac leads, uh, and, and it's in its sixth year. So throughout those years, we forged relationships and worked uh, with trusted, established organizations that support Native Americans and the communities where they live. Um, and, and some of our vital partners throughout the entire process, just to call them out and give them props, is the South Dakota Native Home Ownership Coalition, uh, the Oista Corporation, 
uh, enterprise community partners. And let me not forget to, to mention the Lakota Federal Credit Union uh, in South Dakota. And I also want to mention the um, the Native CDFI Network and the National American Indian Housing Council. Uh, Owista, I see you nodding your head, so you're you're probably very familiar. Um, they host phenomenal gatherings and conferences for everyone who is in the affordable housing industry, trying to expand home ownership opportunities for Native Americans, and and just you know, mentioning all of them, every organization that I just mentioned was extremely, extremely helpful uh, when we were developing our Heritage One uh, mortgage products. It makes me so exciting <laughs> hearing all the names you said because they have done incredible things for Indian country. And I personally have worked with OISTA. Well, we have worked with OISTA Corporation many, many times. And we're actually having one of their trainings here at the Native Learning Center in November. So, very excited. If you have amazing, them, I love it. Yeah, yeah amazing, I, I totally amazing. recommend reaching out to them. They'll help you in whatever you need. Um, but not to get too carried away, what are you working with these organizations on specifically? So thanks for asking that. Um, as I mentioned, I love giving props to our Native partners uh, who are doing so much work in Indian country um, and who have been such valuable resources uh, to Freddie Mac over the years. So we mentioned OWISTA uh, and and what you guys are doing uh, in November. Uh, so. What we're doing with OISTA uh, is working closely with them to support and expand financial education and homebuyer counseling. Uh, we also supported OISTA's creation of a Native Community Development Financial Institution Housing Advisory Board, and, and we also co-hosted with OISTA the Empowering Native American Home Ownership uh, symposium, uh, and that was along with the South Dakota Native Home Ownership Coalition. And speaking of South Dakota, I um, want to mention that Freddie Mac partnered with the coalition uh, there to support their home buyer readiness committee and uh, to build an appraisal curriculum. Because as I mentioned, appraisals can be different and, and a little complicated and sometimes a little more expensive. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that we were supporting curriculum development uh, developed specifically for tribal lands. Through our partnership, I had mentioned Enterprise. Through our partnership with Enterprise, we supported the creation of additional curriculum, a Native Homeownership uh, Learning Communities cohort, and a Rural Housing Innovation Summit for the Alaska Natives market. And with Enterprise, we're also supporting the expansion of state coalitions to expand tribal housing in states like... Um, like New Mexico, uh, Idaho, uh, Montana, um, and and we're also supporting the establishment of a Native American Advisory Council with Enterprise. And I also mentioned the Lakota Federal Credit Union. Uh, with them, we supported the operationalization of becoming an agency-approved lender, which is a really, really big deal. And it took them a lot. Uh, it was a lot of work uh, for them, and, and they accomplished so much. Um, so again, big ups to them for accomplishing that recently. Let me also point out that many of the resources that I just mentioned, the curriculum, uh, the appraisal uh, information, that's that's available on freddiemack.com for anyone who wants to, to look into what we've developed in collaboration with the organizations. And as excited as we are at Freddie Mac to now offer our Heritage One mortgage products, we're also excited to continue working with the Native organizations that I just mentioned and, and continue our collaborations with them. Oh, that's so awesome. It sounds like some really amazing partnerships were formed through this. I love how y'all are getting into like a little, a little bit of everything, a little bit of yeah. help everywhere. Definitely, um, definitely. 
So while we have all the all these different projects going on, all the all these networkings and these connections, what would you say is like the ultimate goal of the Heritage One program? Simply put, the the ultimate goal of Freddie Mac's Heritage One Mortgage is to provide a solution that helps native borrowers attain and sustain affordable home ownership. Freddie Mac wants to attract a larger network of lenders and bring them into the native lending market. We understand that um, there's no guarantee that a big lender will enter this market because we recognize that this is a very small market and, and a market that is tailored to a very specific population. But but with Heritage One, we're trying to make it as attractive as possible to get lenders of all sizes to consider and, and ideally jump into uh, this underserved and underexplored market um, and, and for them to lend in tribal areas. That's really the ultimate goal. Kat, could you please explain to us how you define tribal areas? Uh, yes. And and um, because it's a legal definition, I just want to pardon me as I read through it. Uh, so um, I just want to make sure that I'm capturing exactly what tribal area and how we define it um, according to, to what is called our guide, uh, which is a Freddie Mac policy. So um, for the purpose of Freddie Mac's Heritage One mortgage product, uh, we are defining tribal areas as one, a census tract, or any portion thereof that is designated as both a HUD Indian housing block grant area and a rural area under the Federal Housing Finance Agency's duty to serve regulation and is identified as an Indian area in the current version of the Federal Housing Finance Agency's Indian areas file. Uh, so, I fully recognize that 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 is a mouthful, uh, but rest assured that Freddie Mac is working internally to finalize a streamlined process to help lenders easily identify whether a property is indeed in a tribal area. So uh, we're looking forward to adding that to our automated underwriting system to ease uh, the identification of what is and is not in a tribal area, and um, our lenders will be able to access that. It certainly is a mouthful. Well, we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate course, you providing course. that. I, I understand it does have to be, you know, defined a certain way if it's based on yeah. uh, legal writing. Um, but you spoke a little bit about this before, but could we get more into the opportunities and the nuances that exist in the mortgage market of tribal areas? Yes, yes, of course. Um, so there are lots of opportunities and and many nuances, uh, but let me begin by sharing a a uh, general overview of the state of native home ownership. Um, what we've found is that as of 2019, the native home ownership rate is about 50%, and that's compared to roughly 75% for white non-Hispanic Americans. Uh, that stark difference is partly due to the limited access of private mortgage capital and an affordable housing inventory in tribal areas. And, and let me share a little more about that. Um, lenders are typically unable to offer traditional mortgages on tribal land due to the unique nature of land ownership in, in tribal areas. And through our research and our involvement in Indian country, we've learned that primary financing vehicles available uh, to 
to tribal members in, in Indian country have the outdated underwriting criteria and uh, they lack automation, they're often inefficient and, and are manually intensive. Uh, so what we found is that basically the worst part is that the financing tends to result in higher price loans, which is an issue. And, and another issue that we found, as I mentioned before, is that appraisals in Indian country are expensive. Uh, so the average cost we found is about $750 to $1,000. Um, and access to qualified appraisers is limited. And there are relatively few comparable sales in the market, which brings up that price again. Um, so, so what we're seeing is that the lack of lender participation is, is due to one, lack of modernized agency products. And we're hoping that introducing Heritage One uh, into the market will will help with that. Uh, two, the added processes to manage with tribes and the Bureau of Indian Affairs to originate and service loans, uh, including securing appropriate land leases and and the title status reports and and the environmental clearances, the adverse economics of supporting origination and and servicing activity for a very, very small market. And I'll end I'll end with specialized processing on small dollar mortgages is, is also a bit challenging. So so we're trying uh, and we're attempting um, and hopefully we'll be successful with Heritage One um, to address delegated underwriting uh, to current standards, um, uh, automated underwriting tools, appraisal waivers and an appraisal credit, uh, appraisal training. As Awista had mentioned, there's some training that Awista Corporation is doing with the Seminoles. Um, so we're we're hopefully going to continue supporting uh, entities in Indian country with appraisal training. Uh, and, and we're doing that in partnership with, with a, an organization called the Appraisal Institute. Uh, and that will be uh, specifically for, for, for Indian country. And 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 we're also thinking with Freddie Max Heritage One that there there will be specialty high touch servicing through a specialty servicer. So that's a big deal for our lenders who are entering the market or who are currently in the market. And best practices for origination, leveraging our partnerships with Native coalitions and tribally designated housing entities. So um, we're hoping that by recognizing those nuances and molding our product parameters accordingly will provide opportunities for lenders to enter the native market. Thank you for your answers. I know you kind of touched in a couple of things. You also talked about like the issues with appraisals. Um, can we now jump into what are the key benefits to borrowers that Heritage One provides? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so in addition to borrowers receiving a credit to offset any appraisal costs, with Heritage One, borrowers have more financing options for, for their mortgages and one that is a conventional mortgage solution. And that was our goal over the last few years when developing uh, our Heritage One mortgage product. Borrowers can also use funds from a variety of sources for the down payment, uh, reserves and closing costs, uh, which was something that tribal councils and tribal leaders said was specifically very, very important to their to their community members who will be borrowers. Borrowers can make a down payment as low as 3% of the home's sales price. And, and another benefit is that borrowers will be able to access home ownership education programs like the ones that are offered through the Seminole Tribe. Um, and that is going to be actually required for all first-time home buyers. 
Oh man, love to hear that. Um, so you have mentioned that this whole program is designed for those living in Indian country. We've talked about what you mean by tribal areas, but mm -hmm. can you give us a little more about like eligibility? Who Who's eligible to use this program? Definitely, definitely. Heritage One uh, was specifically designed for members of federally recognized Native American tribes. And to be eligible for a Heritage One mortgage, a borrower's tribe must either be listed on what uh, is known as the HUD's uh, Section 184 list, and they must be in that participating uh, tribes list that, that Section 184 provides. Or if let's just say they're not one of those 200 plus tribes that are federally recognized and on that HUD 184 list, they can enter into a memorandum of understanding with Freddie Mac. Uh, so any tribe on HUD's latest Section 184 list will not be required to have an MOU with Freddie Mac. Uh, that means, as I mentioned, more than 200 federally recognized tribes are at automatically eligible. And to answer your question more specifically, for a borrower to be eligible, he or she must be enrolled uh, as a member of an American Indian tribe or Alaska Native village. And the tribe or village does not have to be the one within the whose tribal area the home is located. Uh, we, when we were talking uh, to tribal members, uh, we realized that there there are a lot of tri uh, Indian uh, um, tribal members who, for example, and one person stands out to me uh, that's perfect for this example is a gentleman who is doing a lot of work in South Dakota. And he is a member of a specific federally recognized tribe, but he is married to another member of another federally recognized tribe and their home is actually in her tribal area. So uh, we wanted to make sure that that flexibility was in there as well. We also uh, want uh, for tribal membership and for the mortgage documents, uh, we're gonna use tribal membership cards as proof of, it, of membership of those federally recognized tribes um, that are on HUD's 184 list or have entered into an MOU with Freddie Mac. Um, let me just think if I'm missing anything as far as eligibility. Uh, oh, um, at least one borrower must be an owner occupant, uh, which means that at least one of the people taking out the loan must live in the home. Uh, and the home must be that person's primary residence. Um, and lastly, uh, oh, I want to point out that tribes are not eligible borrowers. So that that was just a, a piece um, that we wanted to make sure that it, that Heritage One was specifically serving uh, individual borrowers and, and members of tribes. So earlier you mentioned Section 184, and I was really happy when you said that because I was like, perfect. How does your program differ from Section 184, and can you leverage with Section 184? Uh, good question. Um, it's important to cover, especially with the prevalence of Section 184 in Indian country. Uh, to first highlight some of the similarities, uh, let me start by sharing that Freddie Mac's Heritage One mortgage and, and uh, HUD's Section 184 loan are both low down payment options for borrowers in Indian country. However, what sets Heritage One apart is that our underwriting resources which include an automated underwriting engine and an automated verification of a borrower's financial information, that automated process will provide more processing ease to lenders. So that's a really, really big uh, differentiation between HUD's Section 184 program and Freddie Mac's Heritage One mortgage 
offers an appraisal credit, as we mentioned um, and, and discussed uh, a little bit earlier, to offset the high cost of appraisals in Indian country. And, and the last I checked, I don't believe the, the HUD uh, Section 184 program provides that. So those are some, some differences uh, between Heritage One and Section 184. Okay, well, thank you so much for providing a great comparison between the two programs. I know a lot of our listeners are much more familiar with Section 184, so it is helpful to kind of use that as a kind of starting point of how you differ, how you're the same. So thank you so much for explaining that. Of course, Um, of course. While we're still on the topic of borrowers, um, if somebody is eligible, how could they apply or learn more about the program? So the easiest way for anyone who is interested in learning more about Heritage One Mortgage is to call 1-800-FREDDIE. And for those who are planning to buy a home, Freddie Mac's housing counselors can help prepare them by teaching important financial skills such as planning a budget or building credit, um, providing guidance on the steps toward sustainable home ownership through workshops and and one-to-one counseling, uh, comparing the affordable features of various mortgage products, uh, as you mentioned, HUD-184 and our Heritage One mortgage products, um, including products that offer lower down payment options and and providing information on down payment and closing cost assistance programs in the borrower's area. And again, for those who are interested to get more information on Heritage One, I definitely recommend that they call 1-800-FREDDIE. And it's 1-800-F-R-E-D-D-I-E. <laughs> what are some benefits that are offered for lenders who use the program? And what is the eligibility involved on the side of the lenders? Good question. Uh, so so there are lots of benefits offered for lenders who use the program. Uh, Heritage One can help to expand a lender's reach and, and grow their business by offering conventional fixed rate mortgage financing for members of federally recognized Native American tribes living in tribal areas. And lenders can also access standardized mortgage guidelines and guidance from Freddie Mac to navigate the complexities of lending in tribal areas. And with Heritage One, lenders can also meet market demand for more financing solutions for a historically underserved market. Uh, and, And lenders can contribute to making housing more affordable and accessible throughout Indian country. Um, and to answer your second question, because I, I just realized I didn't answer the part about eligibility uh, in, involved um, on the side of lenders. And uh, so let me touch upon that uh, for for lenders that are interested in selling Heritage One mortgages. They must first obtain Freddie Mac's written approval before selling Heritage One to Freddie Mac. Um, and, and for a lender to be approved, they must have experience in originating similar mortgage products in Indian country, and they must receive what is called counterparty credit risk approval. Uh, so there is a process for lenders uh, to become eligible to, to sell Heritage One mortgages to Freddie Mac. And, and for the lenders who are interested in selling Heritage One mortgages, uh, the first step is, as I mentioned before, call 1-800-FREDDIE. An associate will will help them connect to the appropriate people or for the lenders who are listening in who um, are interested and they already are approved seller servicers for for Freddie Mac, they will be connected to their account executive. So so yeah, hopefully that answers your question. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Absolutely. I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm so happy that the focus is staying developing affordable housing 
providing affordable housing to those living in Indian country, as that's you know, the best goal we here at the Native Learning Center, of course, support that as well. Um, what would you say are eligible like land and property types for this program? So for, for land and property in Indian country, they're usually slightly different uh, than other areas. So we wanted to make sure that Heritage One covers a wide array of eligible lands and property types. So uh, to start with, the eligible land types include tribal trust lands, allotted trust lands, and fee simple lands. Within those lands, uh, eligible properties include ones that are located in the tribal area of an eligible Native American tribe, a uh, one to four unit primary residence, a manufactured home, a condo unit, a unit in a planned unit development, some people call them PUDs, um, and a property with an accessory dwelling unit or an ADU. Uh, so Heritage One is pretty comprehensive, and we did that knowing that the housing needs in Indian country are are vast and very, very diverse. I like that you have a variety. Uh, just like you said, every person is different and needs kind of vary. So I applaud you guys for having different options and looking into that because I know that wasn't easy to do. Um, can you share some of the Heritage One product features with us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll I'll summarize in the interest of time, but the full extent of the features of Heritage One can be found on FreddieMac.com. Uh, but um, let me highlight that there are no area median income limits. Uh, typically, we do place income limits on our affordable offerings, but for Heritage One, we did not because we wanted to ensure that as many tribal members as possible can take advantage of this product. And regarding loan-to-value ratios, a, a borrower can have up to 97% loan-to-value uh, for mortgages secured by a one-unit property, and, and they can have up to 95% LTV ratio for uh, mortgages secured by a two to four unit property or, or a manufactured home. Additionally, a mortgage secured by a single section manufactured home is also an eligible property type. Tribal leaders told us that incorporating that attribute into Heritage One was very, very important. And for the loan type, it must be fixed rate, purchase or no cash out refinance mortgages, uh, which is in line with our other affordable mortgage products. And it can also be used for construction and renovation mortgages. For, um, for occupancy of one-unit um, one unit properties, at least one borrower must occupy the home as the primary residence, and Heritage One also allows non-occupying uh, co-borrowers. Borrowers can also own up to two financed properties, including the Heritage One property. and the last thing I want to mention and highlight is that there are no minimum borrower contributions for from uh, a borrower's personal funds. Through all of our discussions over the last year and a half, we heard that it could be very difficult for a borrower to come up with a down payment. So we made sure that the 3 to 5% down payment doesn't have to come from the borrower's own pocket. In other words, with Heritage One, borrowers can layer in gifts and grants to make up the entirety of the down payment. And with that, I think that covers the main points. Uh, but as I mentioned, de definitely check out our Heritage One Mortgage webpage for more info. So we will definitely include a link below with um, our episode description. No problem there. Um, do you have anything you want to say about uh, what Heritage One offers in the way of servicing? 
Good question. Uh, so with Heritage One, servicing is basically standard unless a delinquency occurs. And I want to start by saying that Freddie Mac recognizes that servicing Heritage One mortgages will be slightly different than servicing or other conventional mortgage products. Uh, for example, there, there may be additional communication and notification requirements to third parties, including the tribe, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and other required parties pursuant to tribal laws and codes. Uh, so because of those differences in serving mortgage, servicing mortgages in Indian country and and especially for lenders who have limited to no servicing experience in Indian country, Freddie Mac is providing two paths to service Heritage One mortgages. The first option for servicing Heritage One is that the seller servicer will transfer servicing to a specialty servicer designated by Freddie Mac or for the lenders who do want to service Heritage One mortgages and there are some who really, really want to retain that servicing, they can actually retain servicing by receiving Freddie Mac's explicit approval if they request to do so. So um, it's our hope that providing servicing options dependent on the needs and abilities of a wide array of lenders that um, more borrowers throughout Indian country can benefit from Heritage One. I mean, obviously we love your goal. <laughs> um, and Freddie Mac is just doing incredible, amazing things. And once again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Is there anything that you would like our listeners living in Indian country to know? Any pieces of advice you would like to leave for them? Uh, well, again, thank you so much for for having me uh, and and hosting Freddie Mac to highlight Heritage One. I think in conclusion, I, I want to highlight one thing that we didn't cover in detail, but I mentioned a little bit, um, and that's the importance of our native-led and native-owned lenders uh, and coalitions throughout the nation that are directly supporting their communities and our essential links between Native American borrowers and the capital needed to secure mortgages in Indian country. For lenders who are listening that are interested in entering the native market but may not have a lot of experience in lending in Indian country, I highly, highly recommend connecting with Native community development financial institutions. There are more than 50 of them across the country, and they can offer a pathway to building the relationships needed to offer Heritage One mortgages to Native borrowers. And, and I'll mention a few good ways to start building relationships in Indian country, ways that, that Freddie Mac has, has helped build trust and secure those, those uh, close relationships, attend conferences led by Native-led organizations uh, like the Oista Corporation and, and the Native CDFI Network, uh, which convene annually and, and bring together the coalitions that connect borrowers to lenders and lenders to Freddie Mac. Uh, OWISTA, the Native CDFI Network, as well as the National American Indian Housing Council are great places for lenders uh, to begin building relationships in Indian country. And um, in the end, I just want to highlight before concluding uh, that we we all have a piece in this really big puzzle uh, to help more Native Americans become homeowners. So so again, thank you so much for, for hosting us uh, and, and asking such great questions uh, regarding Heritage One. It was an honor to be here. Absolutely. We're so happy to have you. And I just want to applaud you guys once more. You clearly did your homework. You saw that there was a need and it wasn't just that you found a way to, you know, fill it. You found a way to fill it in the way that it needed to be filled. 
And that's something that is special because some sometimes people will develop a product or a service and it's just kind of like, okay, this is what we did. Have at. But y'all really like met with organizations. You met with tribes. You made sure that what you were developing was exactly what was needed. And I just want to, you know, again, I just want to commend you for that. Um, but thank you again so much for joining us. That does bring us to the end of the episode. So thank you again, Catherine Houlihan. Thank you to those at Freddie Mac. We hope all of you will check out the Heritage One program. Um, remember, it was it 1-800-FREDDY? For more information. 1-800-FREDDY. Yeah, 1-800-FREDDY. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. So we hope everybody listening that this episode was beneficial to you. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Hope of Thing and Native American podcast. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and also please visit our website, nativelearningcenter.com, to find more information on upcoming webinars and virtual trainings. Be sure to come back here for more content, guys. Thanks.